giving advice, I feel like inherently is something we all as people try to do. And what I mean by that is like, as you go through experience in life, you try to make it easier for people you care about. AJ McCall on VFX, just AJ this morning. Like you're not trying to generally do it to be a jerk, I feel like. The problem is, is that I think in the realm of major life decisions, specifically getting engaged, proposing, getting married, having kids, those four, I think specifically, for whatever reason, once you go through them, seems like a lot of people feel like, well, that was all I needed. Like I'm an expert at all of it. I don't want to be very polite. None. I don't want to be very polite. I want to try not to be rude. None of the people that surround me, I feel like, have been overly badgering besides about two when it comes to me proposing. To their credit, none of them have suggested an idea as terrible as hiding the ring in food. And you see it in movies and stuff all the time, and you're like, that's an easy idea. It's easy to surprise them. There's no way to do it. Logically, we all agree. There's just so many ways that could backfire, right? So, of course, the internet, and this happens all the time, right? If you have, if you do not believe the internet spies you, how about the fact that this happens to me constantly? But just yesterday, someone crossed the list, and it was a ranking on the best foods to hide an engagement ring in. See if any of these work for you. The top five are number five, seafood, because that is just amazing. I love seafood. Shrimp, all that. Fish, not generally a popular smell with people. Four, soup so it's definitely going to be hidden but also it's definitely going to be hidden three a burger or sandwich it sounds like a quick way to get a chipped tooth two a salad okay okay this might be that thus far that might be the closest one where i feel like there's the least amount of danger because since you have to use the fork very likely you're going to magically just eat that one number one a pizza a pizza got the most votes on this poll for the best to hide. Really? That ring is going to be great. Like if you ever, you know how, when you have like pasta or pizza, you put it in your container. And if you don't scrub it right away, your container start to turn orange. Anybody else get the feeling like you stash it in a pizza? Cause you can't just like hide it for 30 seconds. Unless you can magically just get your future fiance to just disappear for 14 minutes. Um, no, like it's going to have that film. Your engagement ring is going to turn orange. It's going to have that greasy feeling. Like even though you clean it off, right, it's still got that feeling to it, that film. Ugh. Who? Who? 68255. Chance rebuttal. 68255. The number to text. Start your text with VFX. Has anyone who has proposed actually hidden it in food? Because I just, it, it to me, the, the reward is 100% not. Absolutely not. Worth the risk, because I mean, what, what, what? To be honest, you gotta, you gotta have it. If you swallow, it's gotta come up the front end, or gotta go out the back end. And I gotta be honest, like for me, like I buy that, I'm gonna spend a pretty chunk of change. I'm gonna want to make the argument that if that happens, she could, she still has to wear it. Obviously, you clean it religiously, but even still, like, like, uh, I, I think you should, I spent a bunch. But I can't justify telling you you have to if it's got to be thrown up or gone out the back end. Just, just no, just, just no. So let's let's break that habit. Let's not hide in food. And while we're at it, if I, if I can, if I may, let's also break the habit of just like 
suggesting things for people's lives along those lines. Like, you should propose this way. You should have a kid, even though it is going to be a huge change to your life and none whatsoever to mine. You should do it. Just things that come up. Not necessarily operating on that premise because nobody would say that's a bad habit. And if you do, why would you keep doing it, right? You're a terrible person. But what is your bad habit that you cannot break? Because mine is exacerbated in the wintertime because I do not wear gloves. What is your bad habit? We'll get to that for the Goals Gym Debate today in about 10 minutes on VFX. You know it's not good. You tell yourself it's not good, but for some reason, you just got a habit you can't break. AJ McCall at VFX for the Goals Gym Debate today. Just uh, AJ this morning. And mine have come to light recently because I've got a really bad hangnail on my thumb. So I rub... I guess, I think it's a nervous thing or maybe just a, a busy tick. I think sometimes I just do it when I'm bored. I'll rub my my pointer finger nails along the side of my thumb, and that skin will peel up. And I've got a bad one now, but it, it's made worse during this time of year because, of course, my skin dries out, and I don't wear gloves because I'm an idiot. That, should, that Frankly, there's a bad habit, not wearing gloves in the cold. And actually, if I could be honest with you for a minute, it I think when I was a kid and I was in therapy and stuff, it, it was an anxiety thing. Um, cause I used to get sent to the nurse's office all the time cause I would do it and then it doesn't peel off clean. Like there's a sore spot. So I'd get sent to the nurse's office to just get it clipped off. You'd think I'd, I'd find like a keychain clippers to carry with. No, I don't have it, but I got sent all the time to the nurse's office to just go clip off that dead skin. So it wouldn't get any worse, but it stopped me cause that was my nervous tick. Um, anybody else, Sarah on the line, Sarah, what is your nervous habit? Um, I shake my foot when I'm sitting. It really didn't bother anyone until my boyfriend and I started working from home together and I started shaking the table we were working on. So I really did try to stop, honestly, but it ended up just being easier for us to work at separate desks. <laughs> so I got that one. Usually, you know, it's a it's kind of a time killer thing. I think it's more of like a what is the unconscious tick. And so shaking the desk, that's inconvenient. I think your boyfriend's got a right to be a little bit peeved there, but uh, that's not that bad. Tell you what, though, when I was in college, I'd never heard this before. This one annoyed me. I had a professor who said that when you sat in his class, you were not allowed to cross your arms. And the reason why is because crossing your arms is a body language way of saying you're not open to learning or whatever. And okay, but like, can we, can we at least partially agree that that might be a long walk for a short drink of water because like it's just a comfortable position to me. Like, I don't feel like me crossing my arms is telling my brain, all right, this guy's an idiot. I'm not going to listen to any of his opinions. Glad we got that taken care of. But it, it was like he would stop class and, no, you're not allowed to do it. Ah, drove me bonkers. Um, Adam's on the phone. Adam, what is your bad habit you can't break? I can't stop cursing. When I <laughs> drop something or stub my toe, I've got kids, and it's something I've never been able to break. I've tried swear jars and even changing my vocabulary, but it just doesn't stop me. I always curse. <laughs> All right. Uh, be honest. Be honest, Adam. Somebody put you up to this? I feel because uh, I'm sure some people didn't, in the building that would like me to change my vocabulary. Um, so the one thing that I think would help with this, and you didn't ask me, but just to offer since you've struggled to do it, when I was in high school, we took a psychology class, and we had to do this experiment one time where we had to identify something we wanted to change about ourselves because we were studying Pavlov, right, which is the dude who rang the bell, and then eventually the dog drooled because they associated it with food. And our teacher, our psychology teacher, did the same experiment. Well, he did a real-life version of it in uh, his life when he was growing up, and that's why he got 
the brought it to his psychology class, but he had a cursing problem. And so what he did is he took a rubber band and he put it around his wrist. And then anytime he caught himself cursing, he flipped that rubber band, taught him real quick that he should probably watch his language because he started associating the cursing with pain. Other than that, I mean, I could give you all the, no, nah, be yourself, but I get the kids thing. I, when I, um, when I moved home from New Mexico back home before I came out here to Utah, I was helping my mom out, picking my sisters up. And, and they, at that time, right, they're getting into middle school, so they're getting on social media. And I thought, okay, I'm going to not curse around my siblings. I'm not going to curse on social media either because I want to set a good example. And it lasted until they got to the age in high school, right, where they hear worse things from their friends, and then I stopped worrying about it. But I, rubber band thing. Mr. Fitz, one of my all-time favorite teachers in high school, Worked for him in real life, got him a girlfriend. The reason he remembers that story could work for you. Uh, what is your bad habit you can't break and continue to share Utah's VFX on our social media? 68255, the number to text, start your text with VFX.